Giving hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please.
Well, family, happy Thursday. I'll jump in until Prosperous jumps on. Good morning. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Good Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you, too. God bless you. Good morning, Rochelle. It's pretty. Happy Thursday. Good morning, pretty beautiful. Happy Thursday. <laughs> good morning. Happy Thursday. It's Yvette Marquette. Well, good morning, Miss Yvette Marquette. Happy Thursday. Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Chris Shonda. God bless you. Good morning, Songbird. Good morning. God bless you as well. Thank you. Hi, good morning. It's Dee Dee. Blessings. Morning, sister. Blessings. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I need, um, I didn't, it just got happened. My river's not feeling well, so we're taking her to children. So if we could just pray just for, we know who's in control, just for the nerves to be calm. So that's all. For, just pray for river and us this morning. Thank you. Okay. Got you. Got you. Uh, give my twin a hug for me, please. Good morning. All right. Good morning, family. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory, for this is the day we know that the Lord has made. We shall, we will, we dare not to rejoice in the name of the Lord. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. This is good Tashina. morning. Well, actually, good morning, Shine and Shina. Uh, I'm about to say Shina gave me a whole other name. Let me say my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shine and Shina, y'all. Good morning, Shine and Shina. Shine and Shina, what's your fur baby's name? His name is Lord Ghost. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he boozy. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, you don't want to call him Casper. You just want to call him Lord Ghost. Right, Lord Ghost. Okay, Casper was just you. too regular. Okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I understand. I'm a fur mommy. I pray for I pray for the pet, so that's why. Yeah, girl, I, please, yep. Because mm, <laughs> right, baby, I ain't got no issues right now. So please, <laughs> it, it's all good. It's all good. I'll make sure that I tap you into some resources that I have. Um, Ooh, that's inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate you. I too. Of course. Appreciate good morning. You. Good morning. That's wonderful. Let's join the call. Would like to say good morning. Good morning. It's wonderful. Good morning, wonderful. Happy, thankful, wonderful Thursday. Good morning. 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 Good mor
<laughs> I just Thank love you. my resilience. That's my resilience. You already know. Here I go. Good morning. It's Foxy Boxy. Hey. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. <laughs> In the building. Glory be to God. We on the wake up list, y'all. Hey. I'm doing my hey. little dance. Y'all can't see me. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, you know, my favorite little thing. I used to tease my kids. Do your dance. Do your dance. Do your dance. Stop. We be still doing that. Well, good morning, family. Good morning. Anyone else want to say good morning before we get started? Good morning, Miss Carla. Morning, Carla. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. There's someone else trying to chime in before we get started. I'm looking for my notepad. Good morning, Miss Gloria. Morning, family. Morning, Glorious. Read the scripture real Good quick. Good morning. This is Juanita. Morning, Juanita. Juanita. Happy thankful Thursday. Happy thankful Thursday. All right. We're going to go ahead and get started. Teach me to do thy will for thy art. My God, thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. That's Psalms 143 and 10. So I wanted to read that scripture before we get started. If I can ask that we please mute our phones. River and family, just write it down in praise. I mean, Prayer requests for Didi. And let's go. All right, go ahead and mute your phones. Good morning, good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is a thankful Thursday. I am Rochelle, your stand-in hostess. Hey! <laughs> um, thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to join us during the month of January where our monthly theme is entitled Repentance. Each declare will focus on the necessity and value of a lifestyle of repentance and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Make sure you invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Miss Lisa Porter, also known as Living Water. They will they are studying the book, The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. The call takes place right here by calling the same number from 6 to 7 Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. The prayer request submitted by the app. Just checking the app real quick. There are two. Uh, new prayer requests. Um, they're from JC. 
The first one, she's asking for prayer for her friend, Paula Nash, for housing, and also for her friend, Angelina uh, Pryor, for overall health. Again, that's JC asking for prayer for, um, for uh, her friend, Paula Nash, for housing, and Angelina Pryor for overall health. The order of the call this morning, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought to you by Yolandra. The, the declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. The order of the call, once again, is prayer and corporate praise by Yolandra. And the declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. The scripture for today is Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. From that time on, G from that time, on Jesus, when Jesus began to preach, repent, repent from, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I just want to remind you, place your phones on mute as we go to the throne of grace. Have a blessed, thankful day, you all. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rochelle, my mama told me to give props where props is due. Give me my roses where I can, when I can still smell them. I want to thank you for your service to this call. I want to thank you for your uh, dedication and your duty to God's uh, God's promise and to God's service to his people. I just want to thank you. You do such an amazing job. I want to say also good morning, good morning, Holy Ghost, hallelujah, where God, you have walked us into 2024. Face and sound, God, and we are grateful. Lord God, I want to say good morning to all of those who said good morning to you, Lord God. I want to say good morning, Lord Jesus, to uh, Edie and Pretty Patrice and Susie and Rochelle and Krishanda. Lord God, I want to say good morning to you, Bette Marquette um, and Shining Sheena and uh, Lord the Ghost. Lord Ghost, I want to say good morning to wonderful Wanda. Hey, Moxie. Good morning, Carla. Gloria. Good morning, Swanita. And little old me, God, we say good morning to you today, this morning, January 4th, January 5th. God, we are grateful. This is the day that you have made, Lord Jesus. We will rejoice and we are glad in it. God, also anyone who is under the sound of my voice that did not chime in audibly this morning, God, welcome, 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 hallelujah. God, I am grateful, and I thank you for your people. I thank you for your covering, Lord God. I thank you for the, the fabric, Lord God, that keeps us women woven together, Lord God. Lord God, your word says a three-strand cord is not easily broken. God, we thank you for your strength, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for your guidance, Lord God. And, Lord, we thank you for the ability to uh, take a look at ourselves, a good, sober look at ourselves, Lord God and repent. God, we thank you that we're able to repent, not just one time, but each and every time we fall short of your glory. God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Hallelujah, 
Hallelujah. God, I am filled this morning, God, because I know many of us did not make it, but God, oh God, mighty God, magnificent God, thank you, Jesus, God, hallelujah, God, you saw it fit, Lord God, that we would see this morning, this thankful Thursday, God, and we are grateful. We are rejoicing, Lord Jesus, and we are glad in it. So, Lord God, our prayers and our petitions, our supplications that we bring to you, that only you, only you, you and only you, God, can heal. You and only you, God, can move. You and only you, God, can bring peace and acceptance, Lord God. You and only you, God, God, no one else but you, God. Oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus is you. God, I come before you for Didi's neighbor, Lord God. Do what you do, God. Only you. <laughs> Only you can do it like you do it, God. So we stand straight, Lord God. We stand strong and uh, 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 flat-footed in your word and in your promises, Lord. Repenting, Lord, Lord God, before we ask for anything, because we know that you can do everything. So we repent, Lord God, hallelujah, and we ask, Lord God, that you will hear our plea, hear our cry, hear our supplication, hear our prayers, Lord God, recognize our faith in you, God, because you and only you, God, can do what you do, God, so we pray, Lord God, that you will be there for Didi's neighbor, for whatever need there is, Lord God, and we thank you for it this thankful Thursday in advance, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, God, we pray for JC, Lord God, and we pray for her, Lord God, as you pray for her people, her friends, and her loved ones. Paula Nash, Lord God, housing, Lord God, hallelujah. God, shelter, Lord God, a place where she can call her own, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. A place where she is safe, Lord God, a place that you provide, Lord God, because we know you will only lead us to a place, Lord God, that is meant for us, Lord God. So, God, reveal your will, Lord God. Hallelujah. God, show up, show out, Lord Jesus, and show us your glory, God. Hallelujah. I pray for Paula Nash right now in the name of Jesus. God, I'm also calling out Angelina Pryor's name for health, Lord God. Overall health, Lord God. Health and soundness of mind, Lord God. Health and soundness of her body, Lord God. Health and soundness of her of her uh of her mind, Lord God. Praying, Lord God, that her mind is stayed on you, Lord God. God, we are to pray to you without ceasing, God. Hallelujah. We are to think of you in all things, God. We are to come to you in all things, God. Hallelujah, God. We fall short, God. We so often take things into our own control, and we forget, Lord God, that we run nothing. Hallelujah. So I come to you right now, Lord God, for Didi's neighbor, for Paula Nash, and for Angelina, Lord God, that you will give them what they need, Lord God, and you give each and every one of us what we need, Lord God. God, I pray for Tanya this morning, Lord God, that you will bring the word to her, Lord God, that she will serve it to us until we are full, Lord God. So, God, that we, when we hear the word, Lord God, we're able to search ourselves, Lord God, soberly, God. Search ourselves, Lord God, earnestly, God. Search ourselves, Lord God, to see what area that is not, uh, has, has not been offered up to you for repentance, Lord God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Lord God, through my troubles, Lord God, through my trials, Lord God, through my disappointments, Lord God. Hallelujah, God, I praise your name. You are great. Even though I don't feel it sometimes, God. 
God, that there is no condemnation in you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We're grateful that with every breath that we breathe, Lord God, we're able to take a, a look at ourselves, Lord God, and come to you and say, oh, God, I have sinned against you, Jesus. Forgive us. Forgive us. Hallelujah. So, God, as we take our phones off and mute, God, I just praise your name. I thank you for yet another day. I thank you for each and every breath that I breathe, Lord God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So, Lord God, as we put our phones back on mute, Lord God, but our prayers don't cease, Lord God. Our praising doesn't cease, Lord God. We thank you for this day, January 5th, 2024. We thank you for the word that will come forth, and we pray, Lord God, that it will... uh, 
that it will uh, blossom and grow in our spirits, Lord God, and give us just enough for this day, Lord God. We bless your name, your magnificent name, in the name of Jesus. No other name I know is greater than your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, Just before I get started, I want to make sure because I have headphones on, I want to make sure that you guys can hear me okay. So Yolandra or Rochelle, um, if you could let me know if we I'm clear, if I need to. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you for, thank you, Dee. Thank you for uh, greeting today, Rochelle. I love hearing your sound. Um, I appreciate you as well, Yolandra. That was so kind of you to recognize um Rochelle this morning, and we, we're thankful for everybody that uh, plays a role behind the scenes. Um, so often we only think about the people that are in the forefront, but this call runs as smooth as, as it is because of the admin team and the people that work behind the scenes to help ensure that uh, the call goes forward, whether Dion is on the line or not. Um, and it is a blessing, and that's exactly um, the vision that God gave her, and uh, here we are. I'm still, I'm still tripping on the fact that here we are, ten years later, um, and we're still going strong, even stronger than we were. Um, today, when I share the call with someone, when I lead someone to Christ, or when I uh, am encouraging someone, today I can say with confidence, I guarantee you that if you call this number for 30 days straight and you listen to the work in 30 days, your life will be different. I believe that with all my heart, and I say it with conviction whenever I share that with someone. Um, I want to give a disclaimer. <laughs> uh, my my declaration is going to be a little, I'm going to call it my heart share. It's going to be a little different this morning. Uh, but it's it's the way that the Lord gave it to me. And for those of you who have not heard me teach before, it will probably sound like I'm all over the map and somebody needs to mute. I just heard you move, moving around a little bit. If everybody could just please check your phones uh, to make sure that you are muted. We want to make sure that we protect the integrity of the call. So if you could, before I get started, go ahead and check your phones just to make sure that you are muted. Um, I want to also, before I get started, so a couple of things. Again, I I will probably sound like I'm going, I'm all over the map and I don't know where I'm going. I have a destination and we're going to all get there safely. Secondly, I um, wanted to just make a really quick correction. Um, Dee Dee's prayer request is for healing. Um, They are headed to Children's Hospital uh, with River and we don't know what's going on. Um, But I I know we prayed just now, but just for clarity, um, because we want to make sure that our arrows, that our requests are specific. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, you said to suffer the little children to come unto you and forbid them not. Didi is standing in the gap for her grandbaby because she doesn't have the capacity to pray for herself. And we lock arms virtually, and we hold up Didi, we hold up uh, River and her mom. And we thank you in advance, Lord Jesus, for whatever is going on with that baby. We thank you in advance that you are a healer and that when Dee Dee gets to the hospital, 
She walks in there with confidence and assurance, so much so that she begins to intercede for other people that are there that don't have the capacity to pray for themselves. We thank you that all is well. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for blessing the medical team, whatever persons that will see them today, whatever persons that will see a river, whatever tests they need to do, God, we just thank you and praise you that that baby is healed already. We glorify you. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Speaking of hospitals, <laughs> my late husband, Carl, uh, passed December 22nd, 2018. The cause of death listed on the death certificate is cardiac arrest. The fact is that his aorta um, separated from his heart. If, if I recall correctly, because uh, some of the stuff is a little bit of a fog, the ER physician said it was like the aorta was ripped from the heart. Um, he said they tried to, desperately to save him, which required stabilizing him first, but they couldn't. So the aorta is an artery. It's a main artery that is responsible for transporting oxygen-rich blood from your heart to the rest of your body. The aorta begins at the heart's left ventricle, extending upward into the chest to form like an arch. Um, it, it then continues downward into the abdomen where it branches into the iliac arteries just above the pelvis. I don't say that because I know it. I did some research. <laughs> As I read this information, though, I now realize why Carl's breathing was so labored after he collapsed. It was a sound that I cannot describe, but if I ever heard it again, I would recognize it, I do believe. Ironically, on November 21st, 2014, our godson, who was in his 30s at the time, suffered a similar trauma, identified as an aortic aneurysm or an aortic dissection. He was, he actually drove him. I don't know how he did it. I know it was nobody but God, but he, he actually drove himself to the emergency. Um, he was rushed into surgery where they repaired the dissection and one of his heart valves was replaced. His outcome was different in that he had heart surgery, which saved his life. Selah. Open heart surgery has become a common practice. According to the publication Medical News Today, there is insufficient evidence to confirm whether on-pump open heart surgery is safer than off-pump surgery. However, the National Institute for Health and Clinical Excellence reports that survival rates one year after either form of open heart surgery are similar at about 96 to 97%. That's a pretty good rate, uh, 96 to 97%. <laughs> what a way to start a heart share about repentance. Don't worry, I promise I'm going to connect the pieces. Just be patient. <sighs> Last week during my devotion, the Holy Spirit revealed that I needed to repent for what I realized was selfish behavior. 
I was shocked because I didn't realize it was a heart matter. Somebody say, you don't know what you don't know. Go ahead and say it. Don't don't take your phone off mute. Just say it real quick. Just humor me. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> As I dug to understand the issue and discover its root, I recognized it was tied to past relationship trauma that caused me to create a virtual wall of protection. Thank you, Dr. Sabrina Robertson, for that uh, term, relationship trauma. As I think back, I decided to protect myself, that is, my emotions from further hurt and disappointment, not physical hurt, but emotional hurt, um, mental hurt, um, uh, and, and more disappointment than anything. And, and I, I decided that, I made that decision, I decided to erect a wall that guarded my heart to protect me eventually corrupting part of my heart. So I asked questions like, how could this happen? How could I walk around with an icky heart and not know it? The challenge with this self-erected virtual wall is that it keeps others out. It keeps others from getting in and it created false perceptions about people of certain demographics because I lumped them all in one bucket. As I sat in my reality, literally last week, I realized that this spiritual awareness did not surface until this season in my life. Like it couldn't happen last year. It couldn't happen two years ago, it couldn't happen four years ago, it could only happen now based upon the dynamics of my life and where I am. So I've been unaware of my deceitful heart all this time. Here's a Tanya, not Tanya moment for you. How can I say my heart is deceitful and be a born again believer? It sounds like an oxymoron. Listen to this. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. That's Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10, and I read it from the NIV. Let me read it one more time, please. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Oh, my God. Let me, let me, let me, here's a little, here's another little uh, Tanya, not Tanya moment. In the Tanya, not mom, Tanya moment that we're having. You know, you ever heard people say, well, God know my heart. He know my heart. He, he, you may have said it. And it's okay. Yes, he does know your heart. But according to the scripture, it's deceitful above all things and beyond cure. So don't use that as a cop out anymore. God know my heart. As if, you know, God knows my heart. He knows what I really mean. He, Yeah, he really know what you mean. So don't use that as a justification anymore. 
That, that, that is a heavy statement, right? Imagine how I felt post-discovery of my heart condition. I was mortified to discover my heart had icky stuff in it. Worse still, I knew I had hurt my Abba, my Father God. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Let me say it again. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Please, please mute your line. Please. That's found in Ephesians 4, 30 through 32. I was embarrassed. I felt guilty and condemnation tried to take root. It tried to overtake me. I had to remind myself, though, that I am the righteousness of God. Here's another question I ask myself. How is it possible for God to still use me and work through me? It has nothing to do with me, but it has everything to do with the fact that God is sovereign, which means that he is the Lord over creation. Creation is us and everything within the earth. As sovereign, he exercises his rule. This rule is exercised through God's authority as king, his control over all things, and his presence with his covenantal um, with, with his covenantal people. Right? He made a covenant with us, and throughout his creation. So, in other words, it doesn't mean that we get a pass because God is sovereign. It doesn't mean that we can go out and willfully and intentionally sin and do things that require us to repentance. No, there is no path for that. Sin is sin. However, God is sovereign. Most of all, and above all, his mercy rejoices against his judgment, which is found in James 2 and 13. So what that means is, is that um, according to, um, you know, based on sin and what we do, shoot, we we deserve death, to be honest. But his mercy says we deserve punishment. But his mercy says, no, my son paid the price already. So I'm going to extend my mercy towards Tanya, towards Dion, towards Didi, towards Shining Sheena, towards Pretty Patrice, Wonderful Wanda, towards um, JC, towards uh, 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 Glorious, towards Prosperous, towards Pretty, towards uh, Jubilant, towards Eric. I'm going to extend I'm going to extend my mercy to them because I can, because I'm God. I make the decision as God as to who I extend my mercy to and to who I I cut off because I know their heart. And though it's deceitfully wicked, I know that um, all in all, their desire is to please me. I know that. I know their outcome. I know that I can take this thing whatever it is they need to repent from, and it'll be turned around and it will bring glory to me, God, because I'm not calling myself God. I'm just saying, I'm I'm, I'm speaking right now as if 
in a, in a monologue as if it is God talking. I am not God, but I'm speaking as if he is talking. I'm saying that what it looks like to me, my perception of God being sovereign, that he makes a decision to extend his mercy or not because he's sovereign, because he knows the outcome. Let's get back to the lesson. And, and I'm almost done, to be honest. The Holy Spirit then led me after I, I examined myself. You know, the Bible tells us, examine yourself to, to make sure that you're in the faith. And I realized my error. So um, as I was in prayer, the Holy Spirit led me to Psalms 51 and gently said, you need open heart surgery. I won't read the entire psalm, just the key verses. You can read it on your own. Psalm 51, not now, later. The key verses are verses 2, 7, and 10. Wash away all my iniquities and cleanse me from my sin, God. Cleanse me with his, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Create in me a pure heart, O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me so I won't be up and down, in and out. I'll be consistent with this new heart that you give me, with this open heart surgery. Just as a patient must consent to medical procedures, I had to consent to my heart process. What is the spiritual consent process, though? Repentance, R-E-P-E-N-T-A-N-C-E with a whole bunch of exclamation marks at the end. The spiritual consent process is repentance. I had to repent for my heart surgery to be successful. Repenting legally gives the Holy Spirit consent consent to do the work. You see, um, the Holy Spirit will not perform any procedures without our consent, without our participation, without our yes. You cannot consent with your mouth. The old saints used to say, you can't just give lip service. You got to mean that thing, baby. You must consent with your heart, you got to mean that thing. When we consent, consent with our hearts, something happens. We voluntarily make changes. We stop what's unnecessary and start what is. It's kind of like laying aside every weight and sin that entangles us according to Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. But let me, let me just back up just a minute to that consent portion that I mentioned. It's not a fight. It's not a justification of, but you know, God, you can't use that heart thing anymore because I told you, he knows that the heart is willfully, uh, is willfully deceitful. So we can't use that. We can't use, but you know, it was, I did this because I didn't know who my daddy was. I did this because I know who my mama was. I did this because I finally met my dad when I was 21 and 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 he was this, he did, he was that. I did this because I was mishandled as a kid. I did this because 
I was mishandled as a wife. I was mishandled as a husband. I did this because I gave my whole heart to my spouse and then they mishandled me. And now I'm afraid to really trust. Ah, you can't use that as an excuse. You got to be willing. I, I drink because, you know, I had this trauma in my life. I, I use these pills because, you know, it helps to numb the pain. I, I, I smoke every day cigarettes, weed, and whatever else I could smoke because I use fentanyl or pop pill, whatever it is. I eat too much because I'm too dark. I'm too light. I'm too thick. I'm too thin. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too mm, educated. I'm not educated enough. I don't have enough money. I got too much money. It's so much money that I don't know. I do tax people. Like, ah, no, it doesn't matter. No more excuses when we give consent. We we give full consent. We do so willfully. We do so intentionally. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't want to go back and forth anymore. I don't want the enemy to punk me anymore. He's been punking me all his time. I'm not who he says I am. He's been lying to me. I bought the lies and I've been walking around and operating in the enemy's camp and I didn't even realize it. That's why things have been a little bit off. That's why you can't really focus. That's why I can't, let me make it personal. Can't really focus. Can't really make this. Because you're in the wrong location. I'm in the wrong location. Not even realizing it. How did I get here? Because of a decision. It had nothing to do with the devil. He didn't take me from point A to point B. I made a decision. Let me go back to what I said. I made a decision. I was going to protect my heart because I didn't ever want to feel that way again. And by protecting my heart, I then had to become harder because I'm protecting my heart now. Yeah, you ain't finna run no game on me. I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna making all kind of dumb mistakes. No, no, just being punk. No, not doing that anymore. I don't want that. I don't like that. I don't like how it feels. Now that I've identified it, oh, my God, now I'm angry that I allowed myself to be used like that. Uh, I allowed myself. Don't you know the Bible says that if it were possible, he, the enemy, because he's like a roaring lion, roaring, roaring lion, making a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of noise, intimidating me, intimidating me with all this noise that he makes. But his his paws have no claws, and I didn't mean that as a rhyme. I'm just saying that's he, they have no claws. And he has no teeth. He's a, he, he, can, he can't do anything except God allow him. Now, you've got to remember this. God loves us. He loves us so much. I have to remember it too. God loves us so much that he gave his only son. How many of you would give, your, give up your only child? to save someone else. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to do it. I, and I love God. I love you, but I probably wouldn't. Thank God that I'm not God and it's not my choice. But God gave up his only son for you, even though he knew your heart was deceitfully wicked, even though he knew my heart was deceitfully wicked. I don't get away. I don't get a pass. I'm telling you my own stuff. This was last week. All right. So, let me get back to the lesson. I just wanted to, you to understand, though, the relevance of consent. So uh, as, as I said, um, what happens is when we lay aside every weight, um, we eradicate what we become aware of. So I became aware 
of the fact that I had erected a wall around my heart to protect me. It was for good intentions. It's just that my intentions were not good. <laughs> they caused problems. They created problems for me. So I had to eradicate some stuff. Uh, the Holy Spirit then cuts out the rest. I have to be willing. The consent, you know, when you sign a consent form, you're saying yes. Yes to the procedure. Yes, I agree. Right? So when we we verbally say yes. And we give consent. I'm going to say it over and over and over and over and over because I need for us to get it. Your consent is necessary. Without your consent, the Holy Spirit. So you wonder, well, why God ain't helping me? Why God didn't do this? Why God? Well, first of all, little sweetie, God is not going to do it all. There are some things that we have to do. We have to participate in our own rescue by confessing and believing. Believing is just saying, yes, I believe you died for me. Yes, I believe you'll forgive me when I repent. Okay, so let's go a little bit deeper. Just as with heart surgery, there is a recovery process with the spiritual heart surgery. The recovery process primarily consists of, get this, punishing disobedience. Let me say it again. Punishing disobedience. Oh, my goodness. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ, and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Ah, I feel like saying it again. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. How is your obedience complete? <laughs> By your yes. It can't happen until you say yes. I love the fact that we get to punish disobedience. How do you do that? By submitting. By repenting with your yes, giving consent, and taking the power from the enemy, actually standing up in the enemy's camp where you've been tricked and deceived and punked and walking out of there, walking out, walking out, walk it out, walk it out, walk it out, walk it out. You can run out if you want to, but walking out. And so what that looks like to me is, is that well, whatever the thing was that you need to repent from, you make a decision decision to look that thing in the eye and say, no, I'm not doing that no more. Yeah, nope. See, mine was, my issue was tied to fear, right? Because remember I said I, um, I erected a virtual wall around my heart because I, I didn't want my, my heart to be hurt anymore. I didn't, I didn't want my heart to be, yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't want my heart to be hurt. Period. I don't. I didn't. It didn't feel good. So what do we do when we when we don't feel feel good? We put in measures to protect us instead of completely trusting God. With now, eventually, you know, you you learn to trust God. But that was a whole lot of that was a long time before I got to the discovery process, right? So anyway, we walk it out. We punish disobedience. We punish it, and every the way that we punish it is we say no to what self and the enemy. Primarily self, though, we say no to that particular thing. That's how we're punishing disobedience. Repentance 
the biblical definition is, and you're going to hear this throughout the month over and over and over, and repetition is the mother of all learning, but here's the definition I'm going to give you. It's a term for a complete change of orientation involving a judgment upon the past and, catch this, deliberate redirection for the future. Again, it's, it is um, a complete change of orientation involving a judgment upon the past and a deliberate redirection for the future. So again, it really is in, in, in it really is the way we punish disobedience. So let's just say you are facing north, right? And you make and an, an north is where you were in the disobedience. North is where you were when you discovered that you needed to um, repent. Rather than doing a full 360 and finding yourself back at the north position, you turn and you turn your, or your orientation becomes south. You go in the complete opposite direction. Can you see that in your mind? So north is face, you're facing north. You make it where the issue is. Mm, I'm repenting from that. And I turn my back on that thing. I break up with that thing. There's, there's, there's this song. I may post it in the victory um, room later. It's called the breakup song. <laughs> and it's this, the, the, the songwriter. You could Google it, actually. You could Google it. It's the break, or you could go to YouTube and say breakup song. Um, and the, the artist is talking about how she's breaking up with fear. Oh my God, that song does something to me. But anyway, let's get back. Um, let's talk about deliberate redirection and, 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 and what that looks, it looks and, it, because it looks and it feels different. Than, than what you have been doing before. It's completely, the, so so whatever the thing was that you were doing, you make a decision, I'm not doing it, that anymore. And you do things that actively ensure that you are not doing that thing anymore, right? And I don't need to name them. You, you, you know what they are. To the non-believer, <laughs> um, well, first of all, let me just say, deliberate redirection looks and feels different. It looks odd to people. But we don't care what people think. This is about our destination. This is about our journey. This is about our walk. Um, to the non-believer, it may appear our actions are extreme. For example, fasting, studying, praying, environmental changes, blocking some folks, punishing disobedience, as I said, exposing our deceitful heart. We find ourselves turning more to God because, remember, we did we we did an about face. We turn we're turning more to God and making more time for him. And really at the end of the day, that is the primary thing that we need to do. Make more time for God. Uh, Joel 2, 12 through 13, Dion read this yesterday. I'm gonna read it again. Repetition is the mother of all learning. Even now, this is the Lord's declaration. Turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping and mourning. Tear your hearts, not just your clothes, and return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love, and he relents from sending disaster. Now, the word relent means abandoning or mitigating a harsh intention or cruel treatment. To be clear, repentance is a decision that requires spiritual open heart surgery. Notice I quoted um, stats from the um, the uh, medical news today that boasts of a 96 to a 97 percent heart surgery um, success rate. Remember I said that a little bit early, earlier. Well, um, 
in the recovery process, though, it's important to know that pain is a part of the process physically, but it's also a part of the process for spiritual heart surgery because it cuts away the icky stuff, which enables us to free fall and fully trust the Holy Spirit who guarantees a 100% success rate. We've got to be willing. Um, I hear the Lord saying, uh, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will hear their land. Guys, this is a promise. Second Corinthians, excuse me, Second Chronicles 7 and 14. This is a promise. If my people, you, I'm going I'm to read it differently. If my people, you, all of y'all on the call and all of y'all who may be listening to the playback, who are called by my name, you are called by his name, not your name. You're not smart enough to know that you need God and to make a decision to run to him. He drew you. He called you. You gotta humble yourself, though. That means that you gotta, you gotta crush pride. Tanya had to crush pride. Tanya had to admit some things to some people. Yep, I had to crush pride, and then I had to pray, and I had to seek the face of God to find out. Holy Spirit, you are you reveal the truth to us, not sometimes every cotton picking time that we ask. And so I'm seeking your face. And I'm asking you to help me to turn my back on that thing. I can't do it on my own. It had been a part of me for so long, it became me. I don't want it. I don't like it. It's ugly. It's nasty. It's stinky. I don't want it anymore. I need you to help me to get rid of it. I'm going to do my part, but I, I give you full. My soul says yes, 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 Lord. Like the old saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm saying, yes, I want you to do this to me, in me, through me, for me. I need you. I need you to help me. Help me. When the thought comes up, Lord, help me. I'm not, I don't want to do that anymore. When the, and so the thought goes away and the thought comes up again. Lord, help me. I will, I will punish disobedience. I am not going to be found doing that thing anymore. You might even have to say it out loud. You might even have to go to your car, roll the windows up and scream it out loud. I'm not doing that. I'm sick of that. I'm not doing it anymore. And get a whole attitude with it. Listen, you could even, if you want to, you know, ladies, how we do. I think the guys may do this too. I'm No, nah, probably not. But, you know, they have a guy thing that they do when they make a decision. <laughs> Ninja, look what I say. I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> or whatever it is. Girl, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You got to hold your lips have turned a certain way. You know, you snapped your neck. You might have snapped. I'm not doing that. Your posture says... I'm not doing that anymore. Your posture is not saying, well, you know, I don't think I want to do it. Ah, you playing. All right, I'm getting ready to close with this. Repentance requires action. The step is identifying what you need to repent from. And then identifying where the root is. A lot of times what we, what we see, the action, um, the, the acting out is, is 
99% of the time, it's a symptom and there's a root cause. I told you my root cause was fear and, and doubt. Doubt is the real root, though. <laughs> doubt produces fear. Because when, when you're doubtful, it's like, mm, I'm not sure, should I, should I not, should I not? And then you, you work yourself into a, um, a fear of being afraid. Well, I don't know what I should do. Believe that? This is Tanya, not Tanya, right? This is the same Tanya who's been talking about how God is it. He, he has kept me, which he has. It's the same Tanya who's um, told you about how he's healed my son um, uh, who had uh, kidney failure, healed him from stage four cancer. It's the same Tanya healed him from my son from stage four cancer. The same Tanya that kept me from losing my mind um, when I could have justifiably just kind of checked out. It's the same Tanya who's protected me time uh, time after time. That same God protected Tanya time after time. That same God has been a way maker for Tanya time after time. Open doors I didn't even know needed to be open. Worked miracles for me. That's a, there was this area though. It's not a justification, it's the reality. There was this area though that was hidden to me. Oh, but baby, once I found out, oh yeah, I'm not being like that anymore. But anyway, identify and the only way I was able to re, to identify the root cause was by asking the right questions. Holy Spirit, what is the root cause of this that I'm doing? And to ask for help. The next thing that I needed to do is to take action. What action steps do you need to take, right? You'll need to ask yourself that question. What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to start doing, right? So we talked about laying aside every weight. Weight is sin. So what do I need to come out of disagreement? Do I need to go to heaven's court? Do I need to, you, whatever it takes, I'm willing to do it. What do I need to disavow? Um, Dion gave, um, what do I need to be delivered from? Dion posted some things in the Declare Victory um, uh, Facebook um, page yesterday. Um, it, it would be, if you, and if you're not in the, if you're not in the, on Declare Victory's page, when we come to, because um, you have to be invited, when we get to the love, life, and victory portion of the call, well, first of all, ask the person who invited you to be on the call, who invited you to, to connect with us. Ask them to, um, to um, what do you call it, put you in the group. Ask them to send you um, permission, to give you permission to get in the room. And if you were on Facebook and you just happened to see a notice or you're not in contact with that person anymore, when you get to Love, Life, and Victory, just say who you are and Somebody will help you to, um, to, to get connected with us. Okay, the last thing is accountability. Um, we as human beings need accountability partners. We need somebody that can hold us accountable, that will tell us the truth, um, that will, not, not that they are lording over your life, they're not. They're reminding you, they will be a reminder to you of what you said you wanted to do because what happens for us very often is that we get caught up in the emotion. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, it's kind of like making a New Year's resolution. It's a brand new year, so I'm going to do brand new things. And, you know, maybe a few days later or a few weeks later, we stop because we don't have anybody saying, but you said you were going to do this. Have you accomplished that goal? Um, or, or they see a behavior or they hear a behavior and they can hold you accountable. You said you were going to do X, Y, and Z. I only see, see you doing Y. What's going on, right? So um, that person can help or person. There may be more than one. At any rate, um, that's my heart share for this morning. Um, and lastly, I will ask this. I'm asking each of you to forgive me for allowing um, 
so because the Bible says to confess your faults one to another, um, because he that covers his sin will not prosper. So I'm asking you to forgive me for allowing myself to get to that point and sometimes and teaching to you, teaching you uh, when my heart wasn't in full condition. It was, it had some ickiness to it. Doesn't matter that I didn't know it. It matters that the ickiness um, was there. And I'm, I'm asking your forgiveness today. I'm not going to be found in that position again. I'm going to be found doing the work that God has sent me to do. And I'm going to ask that you pray for me. That's it. My name is Tanya, not Tanya. I approve of this declaration. We're going to get ready to transition now to the love, life, and victory portion of the call. Um, first, we're going to open the call up so that we can uh, greet those who called in a little bit late. And all we want to do really right now is to greet. That's so important to us that we extend our love and it's our way of giving you a virtual hug. If you're not used to people hugging you, it's okay. We just want to demonstrate God's love to you. We are his, um, his voice today. We are his virtual um, arms that are hugging you, showing, letting you know that you matter, that you're important. So we're going to open the call up. Uh, we definitely love to hear from any men that are on the call first because, ladies, you know, we can take over. So we'll open it up to the men first. And then if uh, there are any first-time callers or first-time um, uh, folks, first-time speaking, you've been on the call for a while, you've not spoken before, or you've just started to call in for whatever reason, you didn't feel comfortable enough saying good morning, if you would just state your name. Uh, and say good morning so we could greet you back. And then the call will be open to y'all know how we do. After we finish the greeting, then we're going to open the call up for any questions, comments, confessions, not of everything that you've done. You know, yeah. we're going to keep it short and sweet. All right. Good morning. Good morning. It are to our men first. Any brothers want to say good morning? Good, good morning. morning. Hey, Is this Dre? Yep. Hey, Dre. Good morning, Dre. Good morning, Cedric. Good morning and happy new year. Thank you. Hey, 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 marvelous Marv here. Hey, Marv, how you doing? Everything's wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing today. Man. Any any other brothers want to say good morning? All right. Any first time callers? Um, we definitely want to welcome you. If not, any first time oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. My name is Monica. Good morning. Good morning, Monica. Welcome to the call. Who invited you? Yvette Brown. Yvette. All right. Well, thank you for calling. We hope that um, we hope that you'll call back. All right. I sure will. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Any 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 other first time callers? Also, Jesse. All right. Jesse. Jesse. Good. Did I say your name right? That's correct. Yes. Amen. Good morning, Jesse. Who invited you? Uh, Mary Vickers. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're really, really happy that you're here, and we hope that you'll continue to call in. Jesse, all right. Anybody else? Any other first-time callers? All right. The call is open. Good morning. Anybody? This is Sister Lisa. Great Good morning, Lisa. Thank you, babe. Before I get off the line, I need to, uh, the web to declare victory so I can sow into declare victory. Uh, 
me and Stephanie doesn't have the website anymore. She on uh, her phone, and I need to, okay. to uh, get the okay. um, address. Thank you. The website. It's it's okay. And, okay. No problem. Hey hey. It's declarevictory.org. So D E C L A R E V is in Victor I C T O R Y dot org. Declare. Is that right, Dion? Shell? Am I that's when, right? Right. We'll, we'll we'll say it again. We'll say yes, it again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's okay. right. Declarevictory.org. Yeah. Declarevictory.org. All right. Okay. Um, anybody else want to say good okay. morning? You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, nice Catherine. Nice declaration this morning. Good morning. Thank you. Anyone good morning, Miss Leomia. Great decoration. Thank you, Tanya. You're welcome. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Good morning, Tanya. This is Mary. I just invited a friend, Jesse, so I wanted to say good morning and praise God for your declaration today. Awesome, and thank you for inviting Jesse, Miss Mary. <laughs> Anybody you. else? Good morning. This is Mia, uh, Maximona's daughter. Great, great, great declaration, Tanya. That was, man, I'm about to go lay on the table. Good morning, baby. Thank you for calling in this morning. Really excited for you. Good morning, Miss Yvette. I heard Yvette. I heard two other people saying good morning. Who was that? Persistent. Good morning, Tanya. Hey, Persistent. Good morning. And who else was that other person? Cynthia. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Tanya. This is Gloria's excellent declaration. Thank you, Tanya. Hey, Gloria. You're welcome. Anyone else? Morning, Tanya. Shell. Um, Teddy only acts civilized when you're declaring, so he wants you to sing again. <laughs> um, okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> Great declaration is magnificent. Good morning, family. Hey, magnificent. <clears throat> Anybody else? All right. Um, I'm, I, I, my mind immediately is going back to Yolanda's prayer this morning. Um, it was so sincere. Do me a favor, mute your line until you get ready to ask a question or make a comment. Go ahead and mute your line. I hear a little bit of feedback. Thank you. Yeah, the prayer was so, um, it was so on point, but it was so sincere. That is an example of a repentant heart. Not so much the emotion, but the words. You could feel that she meant what she was saying. That's, that's, that's it. And for some of us who have a little bit of an issue with, you know, being emotional or whatever, listen, you got to get past yourself. And it feels, I got to tell you, it feels weird. It feels like, ah, do I really got to do all of this? Yep. (laughs) I'm not talking about falling out in the floor and foaming at the mouth and all that other kind of stuff. I believe you can swallow, swallow. (laughs) What I am saying, though, is, is that we pray, pray past ourselves. So there's, I call it the mechanical prayer. You know, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul. It's the words we know to say. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Well, those things we're saying mechanically. We're just saying it like in there's no there's no heart there's no heart there. It's almost like reading, you know, reading a script. There's no emotion in it. I know all of us probably on the phone have been to the to the theater. We've seen a movie or we've seen a live performance or <clears throat> excuse me, we've seen a television performance. If an actor got up there with the script in their hand and they just read their lines, it would not hold your attention. The reason, I, I don't know this to be a fact, I think that the reason that actors get like nominated for a, the Academy Awards, um, they get nominated for the best actor or the best whatever, right? It's because of somebody, please mute your line. You're moving. I can hear you moving. It's maybe a distraction. We want everybody to be able to get, you might think it's not you, just look at your phone. Right, so so if they're just reading their lines, you're not going to get anything out of the performance. But I was talking about the um, the um, awards that people get for acting or being a supporting actor, supporting cast. Right, the reason they get that award is because their performance was phenomenal. It made you believe that they were really that character. They got into the character. They played their role. Did you see if anybody saw Color Purple? Fantasia, she's a, she's a pretty good actress, even though she sings, especially when she started to sing, too. Even, even for not just an actor, a, a performer, an entertainer who sings, you know, Aretha Franklin, Mary J. Blige, Beyonce, they get into what they're singing. They sing what they feel. If they just sang the words from a paper with no emotion, no feeling, eh. It wouldn't move you. It wouldn't move me, right? So we want to put something into our prayer. We want to put our heart and soul. Shell, could you find who is moving around, please, or Dion? I'm trying to find. You, you want to keep okay. going? Just keep going. Okay. Don't acknowledge it. Keep moving. If you if you put yourself into like you forget about number one is laying aside the pride, laying aside the pride, right? And and that can be a hard thing to do, but it's it's a matter of making a decision. What do I mean by pride? Oh, I don't really think it takes all of that. Uh, you know, if I do that, what will I look like? What will people think of me? What will um, you know, those kinds of thoughts. Like you know, I I I don't I don't want people to think that I'm weak. I don't want people you know I what I was taught that if I cry that means you're weak. I was taught this. I was taught that. I was taught that it doesn't take all of that. I was taught. Put that aside. You need something from God. And the pride is blocking you from getting whatever it is that you need, right? So anyway, I want to stop talking. Uh, this is not a monologue. Does anybody have any questions? Does anybody have any? Now that I've bared my whole soul, does anybody have any comments? Did anybody have a, did anybody get a, have a God moment? You know, something made sense with you? It resonated with you? No. What what uh, what came to me was um when you was talking about the heart, and um I I need a heart change too. When I was on the call, on the class um with Dion teaching, and one of the sisters said, "Ask God to soften your heart," and that um came right along with what you saying. Um, need a change heart. I need surgery and. That's what um, 
this is, is in my spirit. I need a, um, mm. surgery on my heart. Good, Cynthia. That's a good acknowledgement. And so I would just encourage you to take some quiet time. See, sometimes, not just you, but as a whole, we have so many things that can distract us. We have social media. We have um, our, our smartphones. We have television. We have conversations. Um, we have the news. We have all these devices and all these things that can distract us. And so I would encourage you to make an appointment with yourself to um, have some quiet time. Don't be afraid of being in, in a quiet space. You know, turn the phone on vibrate or turn it and put it in airplane mode or turn it off, turn the television off, all those things that unless you want to put some soaking music on, it's just instrumental music that is, um, that will help you to, um, it will block out the quiet, if that makes sense. Because when you're in a quiet space and you hear a noise, it can distract you too. So sometimes I will use soaking music. And if you just do a, uh, go to YouTube and put in soaking music, it will bring up a variety of different um, um, uh, uh, playlists or playlists of songs that you can listen to. It's just an instrumental. But anyway, um, and taking the time to sit before the Father, sit before the Holy Spirit, and to ask him to reveal to you what you need to do, what part you need to play, and asking him to give you a clean heart. And the other thing that I would suggest that you do is read Psalms 51 over and over. It's your quiet time, but it's you reading God's word back to him and personalize it. And so when it says, create in me, Cynthia, create in me, Tanya, a clean heart, create in me, um, uh, Jesse, a clean heart, create, create in me, Mary, a clean heart, personalize it, put your name in, in the scripture and make that personal and watch what God does. Expect him. So go to him expecting him as well, expecting that he's going to answer your prayer, expecting that he's going to answer your question and reveal to you um, specifically what you need to repent from and where, where the root comes from. Anybody else have a question or hey, a comment? Hey, yeah. hey, I heard two people. Was that Dee Dee? Yeah, I'm here. I'm outside. Okay, and then Mock was it Moxie? No, Catherine. Catherine, Catherine. <laughs> okay, okay. So go Dee Dee and then Catherine. So first of all, thank you all for uh, the prayers. You know, Jehovah Rapha is a healer, so I'll update you later. But Chan, you said something that struck me when you said you apologized to us for you know just being in a heart, your heart posture, and it hit me because I. Just greeted. I thought I thought about being on a greeter ministry and how some Sundays or even teaching classes when I did Friday Night Live on the call and I did Friday Night Live at the church for the youth. But sometimes I probably should have sat down or went into quiet. And I think we forget to do that, too, because I hear, you know, people getting a pulpit bleeding, teaching. We got to shift our heart, if that makes sense to, to me. So when you said that, I thought about some Sundays and I'll use greeting as an example, because driving from wherever I lived to Vallejo, going through what I was going through in my heart, I know I knew there were Sundays that I couldn't greet people because I wasn't going to greet them with, with love and, you know, because it was so much going on in my mm -hmm. heart. So from you sharing that part, I think we need to really know that we have to have a repentant heart, even when we're doing our witnessing and our teaching and our, because sometimes we have to, we just have to reset. So you're not just spewing stuff out because our hearts aren't in the right posture. So I thank you for that, sister, and let me go. I love you guys. Thank you for your prayer. 
Amen. Thank God that he is a prayer answering God. Thank you, Didi. Go ahead, Kat. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, I, I, I often say, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I tell my Lord, God, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. But um, something that stood out to me, that I even got a shirt from uh, Dion, that said, I ain't doing that. But um, <laughs> um, um, something stood out to me that you said that I, I forget to do sometimes because in my heart, I really don't want to do it. And God have you know, revealed certain things to me because of me asking him to. But repenting, you know, that part, you know, I, I got to do. You you said something today to go to God and ask him. You know, I do I do, do it, you know, sometimes, especially if it, but you know, every time, every time he gives me something that I ain't doing that. Repent that thing, you know, go to him and ask him to wash and cleanse me from that unrighteous thing. So I thank you for your declaration this morning. And um, it was just alert to every time, you know, every time. So thank you so much. Thank you for your comment. Thank you for your comment. Um, and we have to remember, I think for me, when I realized um, where I was um, and that my heart was a little icky, and it doesn't matter if it's a little icky or a lot icky. If it's icky, it's just icky, right? Um, I, I, I realize that's sin. And so we often think about sin as, you know, um, fornication or adultery or stealing or murder or uh, whatever, right? We have these categories that we put sin in. <laughs> but to doubt God is to sin, Tanya. To doubt God is to sin. Like, oh my God, how could I have done that? God, thank you. You didn't cut me off. You could have. You could have cut me off. I don't ever want to doubt. It's insulting to God to doubt him. Especially when you've prayed for something, he's done it, and you doubt and it's right in your face. No, that's not it. That can't be it. This is too good to be true. Lie, 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 lie from the enemy. He doesn't want you to have it. So he's going to fight you. He's going to fight you on every hand to try to trick you into thinking that's not him. Try to trick you into thinking he, he won't forgive you. You've done too much. Or you've asked him, you, this is this your 34th time asking God to, <laughs> asking God, not, I'm not laughing at the request, but how, how, how the enemy will work. It's your 34th time asking him, he ain't going to forgive you. You just might as well go on and just forget it. The goal is to get you to forget it and go completely out there. Anybody else have a uh, comment? I heard two people. I think Rochelle and who else? Pretty. And who? Pretty. Oh, pretty. Okay. Go ahead, Rochelle. Oh, okay. Um, so, Tina Grace here, um, you brought a couple of scriptures out, and I think one dropped in my spirit. The, um, you, I think you brought out the heart is deceitfully wicked. And and when I think about that scripture, I was just like, no, nah, it's <laughs> not. I love everybody. Now, I get mad at the person that cut me off, but, you know, I get over it. And then I, I think about it, and I, you can be so nice and so happy. And I'm just talking about me. I, I could be happy, whatever, but if my kids make me mad, then that part, 
you know, we say things and do things that um, make us have to repent. And then I thought about the scripture of uh, Proverbs 4 and 23, um, that keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Every time I think about something, I have to go back. There we go to Psalms 51, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. That that constant repentance just to keep my heart with all diligence. Um, the littlest things um, we have to repent for, we may think that we're doing a good deed to one, but we still have that hard heart and in that dirty, nasty heart to someone else. I'm talking about me. I'm confessing. I'm putting it out there because I'm going to get delivered this this year from just not being able to deal with one and deal with another. So thank you again for um, your declare this morning. Um, yeah, I totally, totally appreciate it. Make me look at some things. Um, Pretty, just before you make your comment, I remember this thought just came up in my mind. and. Um, when we were, when I was at uh, my dad's church many, many years ago, um, sometimes a person would come up to the altar very often, and it's not one particular person. I just remember, and I remember hearing him or somebody else saying, now, you don't want to lay a foundation of repentance. <laughs> In other words, repenting for the same thing over and over and over. You need to be delivered, right, is ultimately what they're, what they're saying. But we want to get to a point where, because repentance, remember what repentance is? Repentance is not just asking for forgiveness. Repentance is, 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 is deeper. Repentance is the complete opposite. It is changing your mind, your orientation, your perception, your thinking about the thing, whatever it is you're repenting from, and make a, making a decision not to do that anymore. It, 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 it requires a little bit more than, oh, God, forgive me, and then moving on. No, got to put something behind that. We got to make some deposits, you know, and we got to we got to do some things and then understanding that there is a process and that we might end up because we're going through the process. Right. We might end up we may. End up, uh, oh, man, I blew it. But as soon as I recognize I blew it, I, I turn away from it. I, uh -uh, I'm, I got I got off um, track. I, I started to head in the wrong direction. Now I'm going back. And then what, we, what will happen is before we know it. As soon as the thought comes up, we immediately say, nope, I'm not doing that. Uh, that's a trick. All right, go ahead, Pretty. Good morning, Tan. Uh, thank you for your hard share this morning. I felt you. Uh, I remember getting on the call with an icky heart uh, and not knowing that my heart was icky. Uh, I was hurting and I was angry. And uh, another instance uh, was my health. I believed God to be a healer, but I didn't believe he would do it for me uh, because I saw no evidence. And now I know that um, I had to confess it to him and to ask him to forgive me for my unbelief. And today, when I pray, I ask him to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me regularly because I know that uh, those things and those thoughts that I have that are not pure, he sees all. He knows me. He really knows me. Uh, and I felt your laundry. 
as well when she did the prayer this morning. And your analogy of your husband's heart attack and your nephew's and your icky heart, it was beautiful. So thank you for your heart share this morning. And thank you for being Tanya, not Tanya. We love you. Oh, pretty. I love you more than the last number. <laughs> I knew that would make you laugh. Yeah, I love you. Thank you. You know, God doesn't waste anything. Oh, good morning. I'm sorry. Somebody was trying to speak. That was me. Hey, good morning, Tan. Good morning, everyone. This is Yolandra. Um, God is great and God is good. Oh, my God. So. Thank you for your, your, your share this morning, uh, Tanya, and you talked about a lot of things. You know what? A couple of things, and God, please help me remember everything I want to say. Um, it amazes me how a person, yourself, Tan, Dion, anyone who makes a declaration, um, pastor, anyone that's talking, you know, and bring up some stuff, if you feel like, God is talking about talking directly to you and that thing, right? And but here, but but here's the hit for me: I'm not the only one that God's talking to, because all of us are plagued at some point or another, sometime or another, with things, right? And it's like He can orchestrate it so that He can speak to all of us at one time. If anyone under, under, understands what I'm saying. That is amazing to me because, Tan, you struck me in so many areas this morning. You know, you talked about uh, having a, for lack of, for, you know, um, quote, not you didn't say quote, unquote, but I'm just going to term it as a righteous heart, right? Someone that's like righteous and none of us, (laughs) none of us, all of our hearts at some point or another are full of defeat. Um, We have. Uh, we say or do things that are not pleasing or pleasant to God, that grieves God. All of us at some point or another in this walk, right? But glory to God that he gives us the ability and the insight and the Holy Spirit will come and point out those things so that when I'm shocked, oh, my God, was that me? Yes, that was you. (laughs) So now it becomes your opportunity and your decision whether or not you want to repent from that thing. Someone said, I think it was you, Tan, don't make a foundation of repentance. Oh, my God. How many times have I done that? Oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, God, I'm sorry. But I haven't made what I haven't done. I've said I'm sorry, right, or I'm asking God to help me or I'm turning away from that thing, but I'm not amending that thing. That means when it's like when I was, in, when I was on drugs. I asked God to take it from me, and he took it from me, and I have not looked back on that thing, right? That's repentance, right? But there are, this this thing called God in my walk goes so deep. There are so many layers to it, and every time I un- uncover one layer, I recognize that there's another layer that I got more work to do. And I realize that I can only do that work if I have a clean heart, a pure spirit, and I'm asking God to please, God, help me. That is my prayer. When I can't think of nothing else, when I can't think of a scripture, when I can't think of nothing prophetic to say, all I can say is, God, help me with this thing. 
Help me. Help me. I am so grateful, man. It's like I'm struggling with some stuff. Tanya, you talked about it this morning. And it's like, okay, God. Okay, God. Okay. So I'm just praying for God to give me, you know, and let me just say this. I don't need a lot of feedback. <laughs> I'm saying this morning. <laughs> My ego is a... I'll say, you know, I, I didn't mean that. I don't know what they're talking about because I didn't mean that. Where are they going with that? You know how we be thinking, right? But my thing is that I am grateful for the walk, and I'm grateful for God's graciousness, and I'm grateful for his mercy, and I'm grateful that he knows me. He knows my heart better than anybody, right? And he is being patient and kind with me to work out my salvation. That's all I got. Thanks for letting me share. Well, I'm glad you were able to share. Thank you for being vulnerable like I was. I was like, God, do I really have to tell my business? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, praise yes. God. This is Sheena. Uh, hey, I wanna... who are you? Wait, 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 wait. What's oh, sorry. This is, sorry, this is shining bright like a diamond to Sheena. So I love, thank you for sharing. It was beautiful. I too found myself, you know, uh, in that uh, meeting of heart repair as well, because I've been hemorrhaging, but God is healing me. So what I wanted to ask you is some practical application in that, in terms of how, because when you build those walls to protect yourself from hurt, Sometimes it's difficult to get them down. And so can you share um, some methodologies or some things that will help people to actually start chipping away or ripping those walls down or, you know, um, just to get rid of them so you can open yourself up and allow God to show his love through you and to you? That's a great um, question. And so (laughs) it's kind of simple, but it's easy, but not maybe simple or simple, but not easy. I don't know which one. The first one is to make a decision. I don't like this. I don't like this space. I don't like how, um, I don't like the effects or the impact that this particular thing has over me. I don't like who I've become. That's the first thing is, is, um, is, um, recognizing. What did I just say? I just, I just had a complete brain freeze. Um, you, the, I Oh, it's horrible. Listen, the show is. But but I in terms of what you're saying, in terms of like you got to be able to stop and recognize it first, right? And right. Once, okay. So you that's want, where you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And so so it's admitting, right? But but the main thing is, and so so then so then there's that, right? The other thing is is, is pride, man. Pride is a cold. Pride is a whole pimp. Like it, pride is a pride is a monster, and it and, and pride shows up in so many different areas, and some and it's it's so subtle. It can be so subtle and so, you know what I mean? It's just like ah. And so recognizing that there is the issue, making a decision. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it, and inviting God, inviting the Holy Spirit, um, to to help you. So here's this thing. I don't know what to do with it. I really don't know what to do. I don't even know what it is. Literally, 
something surfaced, and I, I thought about that particular thing. And so uh, let's, let's just say fear, for example. Um, I looked up the definition fear. And with fear, um, when you look up a word in the dictionary, it'll have synonyms, words that are similar to that word, um, which, which will give you, and you're prayerful about it too, right? Um, and, and so in my case, when I read it, I read the word, um, it also said something about doubt. I think I went, I used a regular secular dictionary and I also used a Bible dictionary because this is what I call my digging. This is with me trying to find the root. So I'm using more than one tool. I'm not just using the Bible. So as I'm digging and I find, um, I find a synonym that is, and, I, and, and it, if it resonates with me, I'm like, oh, my God, that's it. And then the Holy Spirit is there with us to say, yes, it is this, or no, don't do that, or go to this scripture. And, and you read it. So you got to be open, if this makes sense. You got to be open. Your mind and your heart need to be open to the Holy Spirit speaking to you. So, again, I'm going to go back. So it is making a decision first. It doesn't matter what I have to do. I don't want to be, I don't want to live like this anymore. There's the decision. And then there's the action. What do I need to do? You need to invite the Holy Spirit to be a part of this process with you because you on your own can't do it. If you could, and I'm not just talking about you, Shining Sheena. I'm just saying if we can do it on our own, we would do it. We would have done it. We wouldn't even be in this place, Yolanda, Tanya, D, whoever. We wouldn't be in this place if we could do it. So recognizing I need some help. Who is my helper? Who is my number one helper? The Holy Spirit. He is paraclete to us. All right. So now that I've invited him to help me, I have to be open to hearing what he says. So therein lies the, let me have some quiet time. It's, this, this requires some work. This is not just a, you know, uh, abracadabra and you all fix. This requires some work and there's a process to it. These are my steps, okay? So I have made a decision. Um, I'm inviting the Holy Spirit to help me. I'm getting in a place where we can have a discussion. When you're getting ready to have a meeting with somebody and it's a serious meeting, we generally, all of us, will mute our phones or whatever we need to do. We don't have a whole bunch of other background noise going on because we're giving that person, whoever it is we're meeting with, we're giving them the, our undivided attention. So pretend that you're getting ready to meet with, um, I don't know, somebody that you highly respect because you should highly respect the Holy Spirit. And so you're there, um, you're listening because he's going to give, he's going to speak to you. He may tell you to read a scripture. He may tell you to look something up. He may bring something to your remembrance um, that is perhaps the beginning of where you started with this particular issue, right? And I usually have either my notebook, my electronic notebook, or a pen and pad ready because when he speaks, I want to be able to write down what he says because I'm not going to remember everything. Uh, just Monday, Monday was the first. I, I was poised and ready. He downloaded so much to me that I was like, okay, hold, wait a minute, hold those. I got to, right. It wasn't me. It wasn't my thought. I know it was him. So let me stop there um, and just restate what I said. Make a decision. Ask for help. You're asking for help is really the prayer. Asking for help. Quiet yourself so you will be in position to receive the answer. Being open to receiving the answer. 
and being and your willingness to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes. God is not going to lead you to do something that is out of order. He's not going to lead you to do something that's disrespectful or dishonest or any of those things. What he leads you to do is going to be within his will. Now, one of the things he may lead you to do is apologize. I I I, I had to ask all of y'all to forgive me. This is recorded forever. Pride would say, oh, you don't really need to do that. Oh, yes, I do. Punish disobedience. Uh, if he said it, because I certainly wouldn't have thought of, of, just go ahead and apologize. But I'm not thinking of that on my own. That's not me. I know that was the Holy Spirit, and I know it's appropriate, because he that covers his sin will not prosper. Um, the last thing I'll say on that is, is just be careful of pride. Pride will punk you at every opportunity it can. Does that help? Sure. Shining Sheena? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And we can talk a little bit more offline if you like, but um, I'm hoping that it also helped some other people that were listening. And I'm going to tell you, don't be afraid of the resistance. When the resistance comes, we know according to that scripture that I read you that to, about punishing disobedience. I'm going to, I'll give it to you again. Um, somebody has, else have a comment? I want it that out of all the scriptures I read, I think that that to me is the most obedient. Um, anybody else have a comment or a question? I know we're almost on the hour. Good morning. I heard two people, magnificent, and then who else? That was Yolandra. Yolandra, okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, magnificent. Good morning, everyone. So, um, even before you gave this last, uh, clinic session. Thank you so much. I took lots of notes. I was going to get on and say thank you for showing us how to self-examine, do a self-check, and to crush pride. You just walked that thing out, you, um, even by your declaration, so thank you. And by giving the um, additional steps, um, definitely um, aided us through um a successful repentance or at least the process of it so thank you so much for your uh, willingness to be vulnerable to crush pride and to make sure that we um, have the tools to self-check and to self-examine and um, to be mindful that it is a process and thank you so much I'm I'm grateful and I'm excited and um, like you said that pride thing woo wee that thing right there like you said it is a monster monster it's called Leviathan yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it is not nice. It don't like nobody. Um, anybody else? Thank you, uh, Magnificent. No, 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 not anybody else. There was an order. Who was next? I forgot. <laughs> hey, it was me, Tan. So you uh, used the word decision. We have to make a decision. And um, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. In your opinion, um, decisions are normally, I mean, we can, for me, you know, I can think about it or I can make a decision um, or desire, even the, Lord help me, the decision, right? But it doesn't really become actionable until I take action, right? So for me, even when I, there's this thing that's on me, um, whether it be pride, whether it be, you know, guilt, whether it be fear, and I um, tell myself and I tell God, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore, um, that's my desire. I'm not going to do this anymore. But just like Paul says, it's like things I don't want to do, I do, right? So 
Do you think the decision is coupled with action, not only prayer, but my own, um, how should I say, my own efforts to not do that thing? Does that make sense? It does, and I absolutely agree that it is coupled with action. It's not enough to just say, well, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I, You know, I love glazed donuts. I haven't had one all year. I love glazed donuts. I can say, uh, I'm not, uh, yeah, oh, glazed donuts are just so fattening, and I go by the bakery. I'm not going to eat no more glazed donuts. And somebody brings a, a two dozen of glazed donuts, chocolate glaze, old-fashioned glaze, um, any kind of glaze you can think of, not stuff with the jelly in it. I don't have no problem resisting that. But they bring glazed donuts. And I tell my coworkers how I'm going to be working out and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to be eating no more glazed donuts. And I go right in the room where they have, I go into the conference room. They got, they got Pete's coffee, Starbucks coffee, 7-Eleven coffee, um, the coffee you can make on your own. Every, they got orange juice. They got milk. They got um, non-fat milk. They got lactose um, milk. They got um, organic milk. They got tea um, and all the things that you can use or eat or to um, your, use with your glazed donut. And I make it, I'm just going to go by and see what the, you know, what the people are doing. Praise Jesus. I'm just going to go by. <laughs> and you go by, oh, they sure smell good. I'm just going to go sit in there and say, oh, that's my friend Kathy. I'm going to go in there and sit in there with Kathy. Mm-hmm. And the temptation overcomes you and you have two glazed donuts. Or I can make the decision I'm not going nowhere near there because I know if I go in there, I'm going to have a couple of donuts. And I said I'm not doing it anymore, doggone it. I'm not going to be punked. I'm not going to be tricked. I'm not doing it. You see, Yolanda, I made an active decision. I made a statement. I made a confession. But I also made, I coupled it with action. By, by deciding right. I'm not going in the conference room. Right. I just, just let me piggyback on that, Tanya. So I agree with that. Um, and I, I've also experienced um, in my decision-making, um, in my prayers for God to help me and support my decision and give me power to the decision. This is a real simple um, example, but I had made a decision that I want to start eating differently again, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to put down the sweets and all that, the bread and all that stuff that, you know, wasn't doing me any physical uh, good, right? And mm-hmm. I remember um, I was at a restaurant, a friend had taken me to dinner, and I purposely sat there and I ordered uh, salad, protein, and, and, and vegetables, right? And when they came out with the bread, they came out with the bread girl that was all soft and warm and hot and just butter all <laughs> over it. I looked at that bread and I said, but no, I looked, I looked at the bread and I didn't want any. I wasn't tempted to eat any. And I could have shot it for glory right then because I knew that, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was God who had took mm-hmm. that away from me, the desire. It wasn't even a thing. I didn't want it. Right. Mm-hmm. That is a decision for me, a, de- a decision I made. I put action in, I prayed for it, and the Holy Spirit supported me and, and manifested that in my life. So that's what I wanted to hear. Thank you. 
awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. And here's one more thing for the person who tries what Yolanda just did. She asked God to, and he honored that. In this particular case, he honored that. The next time, what you can do is tell the waiter in advance, don't bring any bread out and tell your friend, you can't, if I go to dinner we not or lunch or wherever it is I'm going, I'm not eating bread. So please don't order any because I may be tempted to eat some and I've made a decision that I'm not doing that anymore. Or let's take it a little bit, you know, you, you messing, you messing around with somebody and you shouldn't be. Um, and you, you want, you make a decision. You're not going to go to certain areas that they frequent, right? You just make it. I'm not going. It's the, I know it's your birthday, but I, I, I can't, I won't be able to come. I've made a decision. I'm, and if they're close enough to you, you can tell them why or not. Just, I, I won't be able to go, but here's your gift. I support you. Blah, 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 blah. Was there somebody else who wanted to um, speak? Hey, hey, Chan, this is Lisa. Um, great, 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 hey, hey, <laughs> there was Happy New Year. There was so much that was said in, in your declaration and in the comments that, that just um, just makes so much sense. Um, even, even before the decision, because we know our hearts are deceitfully wicked, right? Um, and there's just things that we desire that aren't right. We have to come into agreement with God about the thing being sin and just pleasing before him right? That's what sin is. We're missing the mark, and we have to come into agreement with God's word and what he already said that it's sin. And so we have to make that decision that, okay, God, it's not the decision of our decision, because the will sometimes will fail us, right? Like sitting in front of that that, that bread, knowing you want some, right? And then we're co-laborers, right, with Holy Spirit, with God, that we have the decision after we made it, but he works in us to willing to of his good pleasure, and he knows that we've made a decision. So now he will keep us from falling if we want to be kept. But sometimes we just give in to that thing. So not setting ourselves up for failure. He don't set us up for failure. He don't tempt us. He tests us and tries us. But that increases our faith. So in Romans 14 and 23, it says, whatsoever does not proceed from faith is sin. Right? Recognizing mm-hmm. that the thing mm-hmm. that it is, it, it, it is against God. It, 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 if it at all possible hurts his heart. So we come into agreement that this thing hurts our God, the one that we say we love. And so if we say we love him, we keep his commandments. So even before making that decision, we come into agreement that this is wrong. This is egregious. We think it's nothing because we weigh our sins. But every single sin, even the lie, is something that God hates. So looking at that, we know our hearts can't be trusted given the right situation, circumstance, and situation, <laughs> put in the right position. Right. Yeah, right. it can't That's be trusted. True. We already know that, right? We, the word says it. I mean, no matter how great we think we are and how much we love and all that stuff, so why not just rely on the power of the Holy Spirit working in us? It is the goodness of the Lord that leads men to repentance. Mm, yeah. we can rely on he is so good to us and sometimes it takes longer for some of us than others but we rely on his goodness we don't take his grace for granted but we rely on the fact that he is good and has been good to us so why not um turn away from that thing change our mind about that thing and then make the decision we come into agreement that's the changing of the mind coming to agreement that it's wrong because he said so mm-hmm. I just want to share that. 
Thank, Thank you for sharing a great share. Thank you. Thank you for your commentary. Beautiful. Um, I think another thing that we can get hung up on um, and which the enemy can use as a way to deceive us if we're not, if we're not, or self, I won't give the enemy the power for that. I'll, I'll, I'll say it's us, um, is to think that, oh, but there's no way that I could sin because I'm saved. Ah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and, and you can sit, there's the sin of commission and there's the sin of omission. They both have the same weight. They both have the same consequence. Because sin is sin in God's eyes. But he's, so, listen, can we get to this part though? His sovereignty. He does not give us what we deserve. He could, but he doesn't. And he doesn't because his mercy. His mercy rejoices against his judgment. His mercy. And look at this. We get brand new, this is the word, brand new mercies every single morning without fail. That's why I'm standing here. It ain't because I'm so good. It ain't because Dion is so good. It's not because Lisa knows so much of the word. It's because of his mercy. And it is because of his sovereignty. At the end of the day, God knows my heart. My heart is postured toward him. I may blow it sometimes because of the sinful nature that I have to overcome, the sin, sinful nature that I have to deny. I have to die daily. Die daily does not mean that I die a physical death. Die daily means denying myself of the pleasures that I would like, the pleasures of eating French fries, fried chicken, um, glazed donuts, drinking milkshakes, eating potato chips and drinking Pepsis or, you know, whatever, going to the places where other people go, you know, uh, and I don't, I stick out like a sore thumb, but I'd like to go. I'd like to experience it. No, no, that's not for you, sweetheart. Mm -mm. Keep your square self right over, you know, right over where you are. You all right. Remain sharp. Remain Anybody else before we go? It's almost 8 o'clock. Really quick, Tan, this is Joyful. Um, I wanted to comment um, in response to Yolanda. I have a good friend who said he heard this quote, make a decision and manage it. And so um, in talking about it, what we're not going to do, I think we've given great tips and advice about staying away uh, resisting the temptation and setting up safeguards so that don't bring the bread to the table. Because we're going to have to really think about what is the thing that we're saying we, we want to do as opposed to what we don't want to do. So instead of I don't want to eat, what do you want to eat? And then manage it. Mm. So make some plans around it. This is how we can say I want to I want to lose weight, but losing weight requires action. So instead, maybe I don't want to weigh this much, but what do you want to weigh and how do you get there? So make a plan. I'm going to work out. I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to work, find some, um, you know, some routines. I'm going to call someone. But just saying what I don't want to do doesn't develop a plan that you can manage. It's just a statement. So get a plan, make a decision, and then manage that, manage the decision. That, that was great. And it reminds me of a word that I heard. I think it was Keon Henderson, um, the Lighthouse Church in Houston, Texas. I think it was him. 
uh, he talked about how the brain doesn't really understand negative. Like, I don't want to. I'm, I'm probably going to mess this up, um, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it my best to, to segue uh, to dovetail onto what Joyful was just talking about. Um, so when we talk about when we talk about positive things um, and we talk about negative things, the brain doesn't know how to separate the two. It just hears the word. So um, what is important for us to do? We know that life and death are in the power of the tongue, correct? Yes. And so because they're in the power of the tongue, right, we can make positive declarations all the time. It could be scripture-based or not. I'm not going to exercise. I I am, today I am going to have a great day. (laughs) I'm going to let people go in front of me. I'm going to let people, I'm going to be a courteous driver today. Today, I am going to exercise for whatever. Same thing with Joyful was just saying, but we change our language. We talk about changing our language all the time. So adopting new language, new verbiage about how we see ourselves and what comes out of our mouth. Um, I woke up this morning in the middle of the, in the, middle of the night with um, my sinuses were, I had symptoms of my sinuses draining and um symptoms of a tickled throat well i don't want my i don't want to be tickled (laughs) i don't want my throat to be tickled so i did some things that i could do and i made a decision i'm not going to keep saying my throat hurt oh my throat hurt my throat hurt oh my throat hurt my throat hurt my throat hurt you you say you know how we do we feel sometimes not maybe y'all but other people that you know they feel themselves feeling a, a, a little bit under the weather and they start to talk about it all the time they may even ask people to confirm, do it look like a, I'm a little peaked? Do it look like I'm getting sick? Do, it, do I sound like my throat hurt? Do I, right? We put all this energy into that as opposed to saying, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not getting sick. I'm good. I'm healthy. God is Jehovah Rapha. I'll do my part. You know, maybe I'm going to take some more vitamins or whatever it is, but I'm making a decision. I'm getting ahead of the thing. Does that make sense to you guys? Change your language. All right, it's 755. Um, I pray that I might be able to take one or two more comments if they're short, but I really pray that I said something that helped even the people that didn't make any comments, that it caused you to think about some things and it caused you to change your mind about the way that you view things. I know it's certainly, now I'm accountable to all of y'all. I can't go back to what I was doing. I gotta move forward. I gotta keep going because I win if I don't quit. Just keep going. Now, um, before we close, I want to remind y'all about the gala. OMG. Listen, this is the time. I haven't dressed up. Well, I take that back. I did go to a little thing in November, but I haven't seen you guys. Some of you I've never seen before. Um, you still have an opportunity to get your ticket. Uh, we got to have a head count. We got to make sure that we have enough food, we have enough beverages, we have enough seating. We've got to make sure of that. So we need you to go to the Declare Victory um, page. You can go to the website or you can go to Facebook, find the flyer, click click on the link, fill the link out, and then you'll be able to make your payment. It costs money. If we had the money, perhaps we would, we would you know, just say, y'all come. I don't know. Maybe I might not do that because people would say they're coming and they don't come and they wouldn't show up. That's a whole other thing. But anyway, we want to see y'all. Go get your dress. Go get your suit. 
You might even want to wear a tuxedo, guys, if you don't have a suit. But listen, y'all dress up because we're going to have an amazing time in the physical. We're going to eat good spiritually. We're going to eat good naturally. We're going to dance a little bit so we can dance the the calories off. Now, don't don't try to, I don't do a whole lot. I got a two-step that's real good. I perfected it. That's about all I can do. But I'm bringing my dancing shoes. I'm going to have my pretty shoes, but I'm going to bring my dancing shoes too. But above all, we want to see you guys. I want to be able to hug, hug some necks and um, put some names with faces finally and all of that good stuff. We just want to enjoy your company. It won't be the same without you. All right? Um, I think that's it. I don't think we have a, a, enough time for another comment unless it's absolutely burning. Tanya, what's Somebody the got code? Oh, it's formal. As, for, as, 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 as best you, as you can come to it. I, I got a really cute evening gown. You can find some on sale now. Everything is on sale. Everything is on sale. Please, no jeans and t-shirts. But guess what? Dion, if they, if they, if that's it, that's all they got, that's okay, right? That's all they got is jeans and tennis shoes. <clears throat> is that all right, D? Pretty, what you say? <laughs> We're going to pray that the Lord bless you with something. Lots of stuff is on sale, though. Lots and lots. Everybody is getting rid of all their evening wear. We want to, this is a time to really um, dress up and um, just look elegant. We don't get enough. We don't get a chance to do that enough. So that's the dress code. Dress it up. Anybody else? Anybody, anybody? It's magnificent. I just wanted to comment on behalf of, um, I had a blessing, a chance to speak to um, Dion, and she was just saying majority or the whole purpose and goal is for us to meet each other and hug each other's neck and see each other. So don't feel super, super pressure if you can't. Like a lot of people say, I'm not going to church because I don't have any clothes. Don't do that. Right. We want to see your face. We want to hug you. I'm going to tell you one of the last times we got together would declare victory when I was married to the husband. We got together at the church. We had a Friday night live live. And I was able to meet mm. Cornell from San Francisco. Cornell from San Francisco is no longer with us, but it was a blessing to be able to meet him because he always came on the lines with so much energy and enthusiasm behind who he was. And it's always such a blessing to hear the brothers um, in their transition and in their process. So I hadn't seen, I went to church with Pretty Patrice, but I hadn't seen her in a long time for whatever reason. But when I saw her that day, she was truly pretty. I was like, girl, you pretty. So don't mm. do not show up. Let us know you. Let us see you. Let us hug your voice. The funniest thing, the thing that I love so much about it, because we don't know each other, we're like, just talk, talk, talk. I can figure out who you are by your voice <laughs> and by your sound. And it's the fun. Yeah. It's a fun game. It's fun to meet each other and hug each other and be with each other. So we look forward to seeing you all. Peace and blessings. Love you. All right, you guys. Listen, this is a no. You know, declare victory is a no judgment zone. If 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 all you can do again is buy your ticket, uh, and you don't have a evening gown or you don't have a come on anyway. But if you can get it, go ahead and and do what you do look good. All right, you guys, I got stuff to do. It's eight o'clock. Thank you for spending the morning with me. I appreciate it. I love all of you. Again, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Saturday, January the 13th, as well as Sunday. We're going to have church service on Sunday, January the 14th. Um, and it will be in Vallejo at Rehoboth Church. Uh, all of that information is online, and we're going to continue to talk about it until the just before the event. But 
get your mind right, get your things in order. Uh, the service on Sunday is at 6 p.m. It's the evening service. And so um, that definitely come as you are. But I love y'all. Have a great, great day. And make some decisions and stick to them according to Dr. Sabrina J. Robertson. Love y'all. Bye. Have a good day. Love y'all. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you guys. Hey, women's call tonight. Love y'all. Bye. Have a great day, everyone. Walk it out. Walk it out. Walk it out.